0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Midweek
1: War.
0: Still strong. This is your old pal in the mainstream media welcoming to you to this one of the four Midweek War podcasts we bring you each and every week because we are sick sons of guns. And also because Wednesday usually provides the best professional wrestling you can find. Usually. Mm -hmm. Joining me tonight, my old pal in Poughkeepsie, New York, Matt. Mike, hey, Mike.
1: Hey, Matt. um... So we've already watched 200
0: episodes of Ring of Honor? (laughs) Not everyone has, Mike, but funny you should mention that. (laughs) Well, folks, we're talking about Ring of Honor this week now. Typically what we do on these midweek war podcasts is we'll go through the episode, we'll, we'll have one word, we'll pick a good, we'll pick a bad, we'll pick a change. There's just one problem. Ring of Honor didn't give us jack squat this week. Sure, nice main event with, um, let's see, uh, the Briscoes and ODB and Roddy Strong versus the House of Truth. It was fine. But look, the rest of this 200th episode was a damn clip show, Mike. Oh, not to be fair,
1: I'd honestly be okay if it was a well produced clip show. However, this episode that we watched on Wednesday also serves as a go home show for a pay per view. I mean, my God.
0: Uh, but by, by the time a lot of people are watching this, you uh, may have already witnessed Death Before Dishonor, which is coming up on Friday night. So it's it's kind of hard. Um, I mean, we could do some predictions. We could talk about that one new match that we got. But we thought it would be more appropriate, perhaps to just kind of take stock of Ring of Honor um, since it made its debut on Destination America. Because it's been a very interesting thing to watch. Now, Mike, you... This is really your first exposure to the weekly Ring of Honor product. Me, personally, while I have access to it here in Pittsburgh, um, I I won't lie to you. I I had a hard time making time to watch it on the weekend, so I didn't sample it that much. We usually would just pick and choose whenever there was a good match here or there. Now we are into this weekly thing where it is on Destination America every Wednesday, and basically it's, it's found its way into my routine, and... Frankly, what I've been seeing from Ring of Honor, as far as its weekly television program goes, has been underwhelming, would be how I would phrase it, overall. Not to say that there have been some spectacular highs, but there have also been some confounding lows, and this week was one of them. Um, you're right, this uh, clip show could have been done a lot differently, Um you know, I keep I keep wanting to compare Ring of Honor's weekly show to the old ECW weekly show. Um, it's not even close. What was adorable when ECW did it is not cutting the mustard here in 2015, Mike.
1: But see, the thing about ECW, and I, I'm, as you all know, I'm from New York. I was the kid who, when I was in my teens, I stayed up late at night and I stumbled upon on the MSG network. A 2 in the morning, ECW. I did not know what it was, but I watched it. Because it was compelling. It was not the best product in the world by any stretch of the imagination. It was very compelling, though. Uh, it had garbage matches, which have their own kind of enjoyment. It had solid wrestling from time to time. Really, really engaging promos. But... the. This Ring of Honor show, I, I don't even know what it is now. Like it just seems like televised house shows. That's mm-hmm. all. That, that's all it has ever seemed. And I'm not like, I, like I've seen a Ring of Honor show in person. I went to Brian Danielson's last Ring of Honor match. I enjoy good wrestling, but God damn it, they're. They have like if we didn't do this show
0: every week, I wouldn't be watching. It seems to be having trouble building momentum, and I don't know if that has to do with its with its pay per view schedule or or what. But there will be weeks where things feel like they're really moving in the right direction, and then you'll have a week where you're getting, I'd, you say, know, there, I'd
1: stuff say there was a week.
0: Matches, um,
1: I'd say that there was a week ago. when they were moving. was a week? A, one week. It was one week. It's been. There, there, <laughs> was, there was one week where it looked like, and that was the week where they like they had the Jay Lethal promo about him being the double champion. Mm-hmm. That was where they actually had storyline progression. But you know what, Matt Collins? Guess what? Even though a pay-per-view is on Friday, they've already told us what the main event for next week is. Yeah, They already told us, and you know what? Because I don't really care about the storylines, I already forgot what it was.
0: And we know for a fact that when we watch this show next Wednesday or over the weekend, if you catch it in your local market on your Sinclair affiliate, that there's not going to be any follow-up to Death Before Dishonor on the next Ring of Honor weekly none, television none show. Whatsoever. None whatsoever. And there may not be any follow up on the one after that. So you're kind of sitting in a vacuum getting you. You will get good in ring wrestling action, but you're not going to get anything to drag you through to the next week. And this is it's, it's a little shocking to me. I, I, I
1: It's not I, a way to run a professional company. Like, everyone keeps saying Ring of Honor is the number two company. Ring of Honor is the number two company. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. I'm sorry. It's not. You do not run a professional wrestling company. In this day and age, with the technology that we have, you do not run a professional wrestling company like this. You don't. And TNA, for all its faults, and believe me, it's got a lot of them, they at least try to stay... Within their time stream, they mm-hmm. try to. They like if TNA has a big event, they damn sure will follow up the week after. Could you imagine if Taker came back at Battleground and we didn't find out on Raw until August? Because yeah. that's what Ring of Honor is doing.
0: Yeah. Um, they've got to change. Ring of Honor has to change their game when it comes to if, if they are serious about this Destination America thing and they want this to be something that could be big for them, they need to change their strategy when it comes to their weekly television program. Even if that is to the detriment of what they're doing on their Sinclair affiliates, even if that means having to put the man hours into at least tweaking the program that you're putting out over the weekend, you got to update it. You got your something because you're getting lost in the shuffle. And frankly, you're getting steamrolled right now by well first of all you're getting creamed by lucha and nxt Mm -hmm. and tna's pretty much beating you down too right now and has nothing to do with what you're doing inside of the ring once the matches start the product's great it's everything that's going on around it it's everything that this this is sequencing it's it's the promotion it's the build it's the it's getting a chance to get into the angles and seeing things play out week by week it's not episodic mike it's not, yeah.
1: I'd even argue they don't have the best in-ring of the week. I, I'd argue that too, because honestly, there's a lot of, like, no one has established finishers for me. Like, they treat every goddamn match like a pay-per-view match, and you shouldn't do that. Because if every match feels like a pay-per-view match, then no match is a pay-per-view match.
0: It's, it's a stylistic choice, um, and it's definitely jarring if you're used to other stuff. But hey, you know what? We are seeing a stylistically different product in the ring when we watch Lucha Underground 2, and that's working out fine for us. Um, yeah, if, know the are, if, if the stories that surround the matches are being told well, then the matches can play off of that and they can do better. The matches aren't getting any support from the storytelling, at least not in a way that at least not in a way where you feel like one thing is leading to another. You're just kind of in this thing where you feel like you're watching these little moments in time, um, which are nice to watch individually, but don't seem to fit in any kind of real sequence other than the fact that we're driving to this pay-per-view, which they, you know, at least they've been reminding you of that um, over the past week. But it's just like, here's a match, here's a match, here's a match. And there's multiple matches on Death Before Dishonor. That have had no build. Other than we're having this match. match,
1: There's only one match that's had build for me. And that's Jay Lethal versus Roddy Strong. The only only other match that even got somewhat close of a build. Is Moose versus Cedric Alexander.
0: Moose versus Cedric Alexander definitely has a build. I would say the tag title match has a build. Just because of the long history between um, some of those teams.
1: Ah, but see Matt. You say that ask me what the long history is between the teams, because I don't fucking
0: know. that is definitely a a, a deal here, Mike, is that Ring of Honor has opened their doors to um, a whole new segment of fans who have not had a chance to watch their product on a regular basis before, and they have not adjusted their game to make it easier or more accessible for those new fans to come in and get hooked on their product, which is something that they need to do. Like,
1: Like, what if they want to do a clip show, and I understand 200th episode, you know, you show highlights. Um, first of all, record new commentary. Record new commentary because those clips that they showed me, none of them. None of them had any meaning for me except for the Chris Saban thing. And that's only because I occasionally listen when amen speaks.
0: Like oh that's not, uh, Eamon Payton, the voice yeah, of inspire Eamon, for wrestling. Yes, of course. Yeah they, they know, friend, they
1: know who Amen is. The real they, king of the, the The former wrestle fan, they know who Amen is.
0: But the real king of the indies, in case you want. Exactly,
1: exactly. The the king of new school, we'll call him that. <laughs> but um like record new commentary. Hey, tell me why Kevin Steen was there. T- tell me who he was, tell me why the announcer I've been listening to for months was a bad guy. Yeah. Tell tell me things like that. Um why would you show a clip of a match that ended in a disqualification? Why why would you do anything that they did on the show this week? I don't understand it. Like I don't like I didn't follow Ring of Honor. I don't why is the decade called the decade? I don't know. Yeah. Um what is Roderick Strong's character? I have absolutely no idea. Jay Lethal has done an excellent job of saying who the House of Truth is, who he is, and why he is important. The Briscoes, they are characters. I understand the Briscoes when I see them come out. Dalton Castle is a character. I, he doesn't have to say a word. I entirely get his character. Who is ACH? Mm-hmm. Who's Matt Seidel. Like, I mean, I know who Matt Seidel is. I know who ACH is just because I've heard people talk about them. But who are they on this program? Like, there has been Moose, I know. And that's mainly because of the work of Veda Scott. Cedric Alexander, I know. Because of, again, the work of Veda Scott and Cedric himself. And Donovan Dijak, I will say. The one great thing that was on Ring of Honor this week was the whole package of the Young Prospects Tournament. Granted, you didn't tell me what it was, but I can kind of gather that just by the name of it. But the Donovan DiGiacinto thing—that well, was great. That was great, and there should be more stuff like that. Tell yeah, me more. Who uh, these people are tell me why I should care about them.
0: Yeah, little little video packages where you introduce the uh, different um, different wrestlers, so everyone gets to know them. Um, Mike, we put up a poll on the Wrestling Mayhem Show Facebook group asking the uh, the many Mayhemers to grade Ring of Honor's weekly television show since its debut on Destination America. Mm-hmm. 60% gave it a C, mm-hmm. 20% gave it a D, 20% gave it an A, and... Uh, well that was basically it. Alright. Um, this who, who is, is
1: a, who was the asshole that gave it an A? Was that um, Garza?
0: Antonio Garza was one person who gave it an A. Fucking listen to Garza. Me. <laughs> listen to me. The C the C grade one by a wide margin. Mm-hmm. This is a program that is not where I feel it should be, because I am one of those guys who is telling anyone who will listen. Yes, Ring of Honor is the number two promotion in the country right now because I firmly believe it will be the one still standing on Wednesday nights um, by the time we're sitting here talking in October. Um, um, but I, it's I, not. But it's I, mediocre I right now. Back.
1: I think Lucha's coming back for a second season.
0: Yeah, but it won't be on at that point. You know, we don't know exactly when it's going to re debut. So anyway, Mike. In closing
1: hmm
0: What what would you what would you like to what anything else you'd like to say?
1: I really like Mark Briscoe wearing um Truth Martini sunglasses. <laughs> that like I don't like Mark Briscoe. I, I've I've read his Twitter feed. I don't agree with anything Mark Briscoe has to say, but goddamn, is he
0: entertaining? I really like watching the Briscoes. The Briscoes I are entertaining. Really, I I will I, give them that. I really enjoy Lethal. Dalton Castle, bless his heart, I am so happy that I actually knew who Dalton Castle was before he got the Ring of Honor because it's only making this that much more exciting because the Dalton Castle I saw in the indies years ago was awesome. This Dalton Castle is unbelievable. (laughs) And I can't wait to see what they have planned for him next. I think it's going to be awesome. Um, Look, folks, I'm glad we had this talk, Mike, because I think it was... um, a lot more productive than what um, we would have ended but, up doing.
1: Hey, hey Matt, Matt should, should, we rank, ra- should we rank Ring of Honor this week?
0: Mike, where, where would you rank Ring of Honor this week? I have it number four, because I just feel like this entire program was poorly conceived.
1: Where I would have you it,
0: rank Ring of Honor? I have it number six. Mike, there are only four shows that air Wednesday nights. How could it possibly be number six? Because, Matt, I, I would put Wednesday's
1: episode of the Daily Show and Sharknado ahead of TNA and Ring of Honor. Because yeah. Yeah. geez, man. Like, get give me something. I don't even know if I'm gonna watch Death Before Dishonored because apparently I have a couple weeks to wait before it's actually gonna matter. So No pressure.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Take no time. No pressure at all. I can watch it in clumps. I can watch it an hour yeah. at a time. I That's mean- an interesting thing that you point out. You I mean you don't mention it for you don't mention the results of their last pay per view, best in the world, for two weeks on their television program. Where's the immediacy? Where's the pressure mm-hmm. on the consumer to get this product to buy this pay per view to see what's going to happen? Because you know, as cliche as it is, if you miss the WWE pay per view, you can be damn sure you're going to get the results thrown in your face on Monday night. You, oh, so you you're going to get the results thrown in your face Sunday night during
1: the pay-per-view. God forbid you have to get up and pause your network feed to go take a crap. You're going to come back, and your phone is going to say, oh, The Undertaker returned to Battleground. Fuck! I was did, in the can! Did I mean, that happen to you? No, I've, but that oh. has happened before. Okay. that has ha- I used to go to a buddy's place, and sometimes we would be a bit behind on the live feed. And we would get texts saying, oh, fuck, the match just got spoiled while it was going on because we were behind. WWE Network, they let you know. If you're not watching their stuff live, they will tell you what happened and they will tell you why you should go back and watch it. Ring of Honor, I have no urge to order the pay-per-view. I have no urge to order any possible replay of the pay-per-view because guess what? If I don't order the pay-per-view, it's not like you're going to tell me what happened on Wednesday.
0: There if you they go. do, I'll be
1: pleasantly surprised, but.
0: I'm glad we had this talk, Mike. Yeah. I'm glad everyone out there took the time to listen to us. I hope you got something out of this. A little change in our usual format.
1: Please, if I'm wrong, if you feel I'm wrong about Ring of Honor, if you feel Matt's wrong about Ring of Honor, email us at goodtimes at com. Tell me, like, it, hell, if you want to give me a, a like a quick background, like. Why is the kingdom called a kingdom? If you want to give me a whole, what does red dragon mean? Why are only two of their letters capitalized? I don't know any of these things.
0: That's a great question too. Um, why, why, I don't why want to have I, that
1: answer, Mike. Why is Kyle O'Reilly like a bootleg Simon Gotch? I don't even know if that's the right one I'm thinking of. Is it? I think you're thinking Kyle of the one, was, I think you're
0: thinking of Bobby Fish. See, I don't even know.
1: There is no distinction for me. Someone, please, I want to like this product. I really do. Someone give me a reason. Least of all, Ring of Honor.
0: Yeah, number one, Ring of Honor. Thanks for listening. Go find The Midweek War on wherever you get your podcasts. Or if this is too complicated, these words that are coming out of my mouth, do this little thing. Go to WrestlingMayhemShow.com. The big man, Sorgatron, will get you hooked up. He's I don't know, swimming in Fago right now with the rest of the crew out there, but he'll be back.
1: I, I, I I'm actually in charge. I'm actually in charge of getting all the shows on Wrestling dot com this week.
0: See, there you go.
1: So it's 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 a challenge. I, I, I don't envy Sorg. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Subscribe, rate, review, give us the love. We give it to you. We watch these shows so you don't have to. <laughs> and um Well, that'll do it. We're wrapping up our fourth episode for tonight. Mike, it's been a great night, and um, I'm glad the two of us got to enjoy this time together, just me and you. And, um, hey, I got nothing else to say, but thank you for watching or listening to The Midweek War.